The Amazing Adventures of Wig Girl, Chapter 8. Everyone loves a mystery. There was no point trying to find her own bank branch now. She may as well just use the bank machine, something Charlotte hated doing. Her new persona, Scarlet May, on the other hand, didn't seem to mind so much. Too bad she hadn't thought of the name Scarlet May for the red wig. Come to think of it, no one had heard the name, so she could always use the violet gray name. It worked much better with this wig anyway. Fortunately, there was a bank before too long. Charlotte decided that it was probably best to take out a lot of money as she had never bothered to get a credit card before and didn't want to be embarrassed by not having enough money to buy a coat. It had been a stroke of luck that the wig shop had taken the red wig in as a trade-in and that she found the extra money in her purse. What were the chances of that happening? Well, as the saying goes, truth is stranger than fiction. This time, her banking experience was uneventful, and she was able to get some money at last. All she really needed now was a different coat, as no one had seen what she was wearing underneath. Charlotte walked along the shops, looking in one store and then the next. She was in the tail end of the boutique area, with its stone buildings and cobblestone streets. Charlotte was finally able to relax and enjoy the scenery which was all she had planned to do all day anyway. At the very end of the boulevard, she came across a consignment shop. One model, one time, the sign said. Charlotte hesitated a moment and went inside. The store was filled with designer labels in small sizes. She surveyed the store when a well-dressed young sales lady came up beside her. Clearly, Friday wasn't a big shopping day, as she was once again the only customer in the place. Anything I can help you with? Charlotte smiled. This is a consignment store? The sales lady beamed as though she was happy to finally have someone to talk to. Oh, yes. You see, the clothes were worn once by models on the runway, and then we sell them here you can find some very unique articles. The sales lady had an odd way of emphasizing certain words as though they were really exciting somehow. Charlotte found it quite baffling as it was hard to separate the meaning of the words from the tone of her voice. Ahem, uh-huh. Charlotte nodded her head. The only problem, not in your case, of course, the sales lady smiled again, but the only problem is that the sizes tend to be very small. Of course, Charlotte nodded her head again. She was still having problems with this conversation thing. If you don't mind my saying, you have the most gorgeous hair. God, I would just die to have hair like that. Charlotte forced herself not to laugh. Thank you, I, uh, I get it from my mother's side. You are so lucky. I have to spend hours in the morning just to get mine half decent. She fluffed her hair. It had obviously been coiffed and hairsprayed to give it a curl. Charlotte cleared her throat. 
Yes, well, I'm looking for a new coat. Nothing too flashy. Preferably very dark and... Charlotte thought for a moment. And tailored. The sales lady clapped her hands together. Ooh, I have just the thing. Came in just last night. I haven't even had time to put it on the rack. With that, she was gone like an overly excited terrier, trotting off to the back room, only to reappear moments later with a long, black cashmere coat. The coat was tailored at the top with a large, stylized fur collar, double-breasted, and a slight flare at the bottom. The cuffs had the same faux fur as the collar. Charlotte couldn't hide her excitement. Oh, how lovely. Charlotte quickly unbuttoned her coat to try on the new one. Oh, what a gorgeous dress you have on. Where did you get it? Charlotte blushed. So much for no one seeing what else she was wearing. Oh, I really can't remember at the moment. My mind's just gone a complete blank. Which was true. Charlotte's mind had gone completely blank. She waved her hand in front of her face, as if to illustrate this. Oh well, if it does come back to you. Charlotte tried on the black coat. Oh my, it's gorgeous! Go, go see for yourself. She pointed to a three-sided mirror at the back of the store. Violet felt amazing and gasped when she saw her reflection. It really was fantastic. She just had to have this coat. I'll take it. Excellent choice. Would you like a bag? Or just wear it now? Wear it now, definitely. But I will take a bag for this old one. The sales lady frowned. Oh, you plan to keep that? Charlotte shrugged her shoulders, admiring the effect in the mirror, and turned to face the sales lady. I suppose. Might come in handy. You never know. The sales lady smiled. Of course. Always good to have something old around now and again. Charlotte felt a little insulted, but smiled instead, and paid for the new coat while the sales lady packed up the old one. Outside, she felt much better. New hair, new coat, a free woman. For the first time all day, Charlotte realized that she was hungry. She checked her watch. No wonder she was hungry. It was well past one o'clock, and she hadn't had a thing to eat all day. She headed back towards the art gallery, hoping to find somewhere to eat along the way. She quickly found a small restaurant not far from where she had bought the coat. A quick look at the menu, and in she went. It was a cozy place that bordered on a cafe with a small bar at one end. Above the bar was a television. Charlotte took off her coat and sat down. The waiter came by with a menu and laid it on the table. Would you like a drink? Charlotte just about choked. The waiter was Tony. Was this the Twilight Zone or something? What had happened to her life? 
In just three days, she had gone from being a boring, self-trained librarian who never did anything other than work, feed her cat, read, and write appallingly bad poetry, to someone having one bizarre coincidence after another. Gin and tonic, Charlotte managed to squeak out as casually as she could. If she ever needed a drink in her life, now was definitely the time. Uh, lemon or lime? Tony leaned in and smiled. Uh, lime and a Caesar salad. Coming right up. Charlotte breathed a sigh of relief. The whole day had been overwhelming, to say the least. Still, she would have lots of things to write about now. Tony came back with her drink. I've never seen you around here. That's because I've never been around here. Oh, new in town then, are we? Something like that. Charlotte took a large sip from her drink and then another. I love mysteries. I'll bet you do. Tony smiled and winked at her. I'll be right back with your salad. Charlotte drained the rest of her drink and felt a warm glow in her belly. She relaxed back into her chair and looked up at the television. Tony arrived back with her salad and placed it on the table in front of her. Thanks. Another drink? Please. Charlotte was starving. She dug into her salad and lifted a forkful of lettuce to her mouth. Tony turned to go back to the bar when he stopped and stared at the television. Charlotte's fork stopped in midair and she followed Tony's gaze. Her jaw dropped to the floor. On the TV screen was a picture of her from a video camera in the bank earlier today. The caption that accompanied the photo read, Wanted in connection to the recent bank robbery on Bank Street today. All calls are anonymous, and there will be a $2,000 reward for any information that results in the contact of this person. Charlotte quickly glanced from side to side. The place was empty. Tony whirled around. I know that girl! Charlotte stuffed the lettuce in her mouth and nodded. Mm-hmm, she mumbled while chewing. Tony sat down at her table, his face flushed with excitement. No, really, I saw her. He pointed emphatically at the screen. I thought you said you knew her, Charlotte said between bites. Okay, so I saw her outside this bar in Spooksville. She was just standing there, looking in. Tony shook his head in disbelief. I was probably as far as this. He gestured between himself and Charlotte. I mean, Tony's voice was becoming more and more excited. I was face to face with a bank robber. He paused for effect. Do you really think so? Charlotte pushed her plate away from her and took a sip from her drink. She was really starting to enjoy this. I'm sure, I'm sure. And do you know what else? Tony tapped his finger on the table. I bet you she was checking out the land's end for a heist. Tony sat back and nodded his head. Charlotte could hardly hold back her laughter, so she finished her drink instead. Wow, that makes me one person away from a real live bank robber.
How exciting. Another customer came in and sat down. Tony leaned into Charlotte. I'll be right back. He gave the other customer, an elderly gentleman, a menu and took his drink order. On his way to the bar, he passed by Charlotte's table. Would you like another? Oh, no. Charlotte was feeling quite tipsy. Just the bill, please. Don't worry about it. It's on the house. No, please. Charlotte reached for her purse. I would prefer to pay. All right, then, but on one condition. And what would that be? Charlotte asked cautiously. If you'll go on a date with me tonight. Well, Charlotte beamed. She was having a ball. I would love to, but I have plans. And anyway, I don't even know your name. Tony looked disappointed. Oh, sorry, it's Tony, Tony Garcia. And you are? Charlotte extended her hand. Violet Gray, pleased to meet you. Well, how about tomorrow night? Charlotte pretended to think about it for as long as she could stand to. Yes, that would be very nice. I get off at five. I could pick you up. No trouble. I'll just meet you here. Tomorrow, then. Tony brought Charlotte her bill. She left the money on the table, put on her coat, and waved goodbye as she left the restaurant. She looked back to see Tony watching her as she walked down the street.